Welcome back in listeners to another wonderful episode of Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We are very excited about this episode because we are going back to our old stomping grounds out in Salt Lake City and one of our favorite places out there, Pioneer Theater Company, where we will be talking with Josh Adamson, who is playing the role of Trent in Pioneer Theater Company's production of The Prom which is now playing through May 27th at Pioneer Theater. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting pioneertheater.org. It is a wonderful theater. This is a wonderful show. We're so happy to be speaking with someone from one of our favorite places that we've been able to see theater and be able to work at. So with that, why don't we go ahead and bring on our wonderful guest, Josh Adamson. Welcome to Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. <laughs> I am so, I'm so good right now because I just feel like everything's come full circle. And now I get to speak to the amazing you about this great show being done at Pioneer Theater. And what a important show too. I feel like this is a very fun show, but at the same time, with everything going on in the world, what yeah. a very important <clears throat> show to be doing. Could you tell us a little bit about this show? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. It is super important for a show like this to be done right now. And, you know, even especially in the where we are doing it, it's which is definitely more of a conservative area. But the prom is actually, you know, it's loosely based off of an actual real life story that happened in 2010, where there was a Mississippi school that canceled their prom because one of the students wanted to bring her girlfriend. So uh, some of the parents secretly organized another prom, which excluded queer students from attending. And I, I, I think it Caught on on the internet, and basically there was a lot of celebrities that came forward. Alan DeGeneres came forward and put money together to raise money for to have an inclusive prom for this student and also for other queer students. So it's loosely based off of that. In the act, this actual show, it's about four Broadway stars in their own in own right. My my character at the start of the show is he's actually out of work and he's just booked a non equity tour of Godspell, which is how they get to Indiana. But they they basically go on Twitter to find a story because they need to save their reputations and end up traveling to Indiana for this student, Emma, who's a lesbian and wants to take her, take her girlfriend to prom. And drama and fun ensues after that. <laughs> so how did you come upon this show? You know, I was, I, I'm LA based, but um, I was in New York for some other work. And so I went in and met with Karen Asenberg, who's the artistic director and the director. She directed and choreographed the prom here. And yeah, I, I walked in, I sang, I, I did did my monologues and, and here I am. So <laughs> that's how I came, came upon it. Yes. You know, look, I gotta, I, I, I have a lot of admiration for her, you know, because she's, especially for the season, even the show that was on just before the prom was a, basically a one woman show called What Does the Constitution Mean to Me? Which is such a fantastic play. And just from a woman's point of view in talking about the Constitution, and again, it's, you know, there are people that, would get up and walk out of it. But the people who stayed and and watched it all the way through, because it really talks to men and 
it, that's that's the beauty of theatre. You know, that's that's why I love she she also chose this piece because it's a very risky piece again to do in this community. Yeah, so I, I've had a I've had a great time working with her. So, what has it been like developing this role and this show? Yeah, it's it's. I always love the starting process in a show of especially meeting new actors and working on a piece from the ground up and then it, as it slowly gels and molds together it's it's been a, a great experience and also too you know the team they have out here in the production side of things it's such a great team so we've really gelled gelled really well together in it and and again you know it's like as as an actor it's always uh, you know the most fun of i think of performing is storytelling you know so that's, I think that's, I, I, I was happy to do this piece out here, especially as you were saying, just in the relevance of, of where we are today, especially in America, especially with LGBTQI rights. And it's, it, even though I think it was two shows, two nights ago, there's, you know, I, I'd sing Love Thy Neighbor, where I basically quote through the Bible and you could feel the audience just go dead silent and you could feel people closing their arms up. But, you know, it, it's that's that's the whole point of theatre is to kind of push people outside of their, their bubble in a way and experience sometimes a story they may not or, or a character they may not necessarily relate to in their own lives and hopefully have them walk away, you know, with empathy and understanding. Yeah. I love that. And that is a great lead into my next question, which is what is the message or thought that you are hoping that audiences will take away from this? You know, I, I really hope our audience takes away the importance of what inclusion means and what inclusion is. And also to that, you know, love, I think love comes in very many variations and may not necessarily look like that, love to you in your life but that's also okay but just to understand that underneath everything we're, we're all the same you know it's it's I think one of my lines in the show I say is if we could all just accept our collective sameness the world would be a much nicer place and it's and it's really true I mean it's I, you know the I think a lot of the hate worldwide and and nationwide at the moment it's fear-based so uh, that's what I like about theater and I like about doing this show is it I, I it puts a face to a queer story. The audience that may not necessarily understand that experience sees this young teenage girl and has to, by the end of it, relate to it in a sense and and feels empathy because she's a 16 year old girl just like any other teenager girl wanting the same experience. So, and, and also too, I think, you know, the Broadway characters in the show, we also mock ourselves, you know, we, we mock ourselves the fact that we're these liberal Democrats. And it's so, it, 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 it also makes the audience feel comfortable too, that, you know, if they may not necessarily agree with you as well. So it does it in a, it does it in a very lighthearted way, but underneath it all is still a really serious message. Yes. Finally, for this first half of our interview, I want to ask, who do you hope have access to this show? 
I think it's a really important for definitely the youth right now to have access to this show. You know, we just did a, we just had a student matinee, which, you know, student matinees are just fantastic because it's like a rock concert. But, you know, it, I, this musical also deals with bullying in a way. So it's uh, what was great for, you know, all these high schoolers coming to watch this show. It's it's still talking about a minority story and and but yet they're all cheering for her in the end. So if we can help, especially it's the younger generation that's ultimately going to help where we go in our societal thoughts and, and the way we act. And I also think, too, it's also for people who have no experience or don't even relate to a queer story or queer people, you know. Again, this is a chance for somebody to sit in the audience to observe somebody's story and and follow it and hopefully have an understanding towards it or, again, from, you know, being fear-based in their own lives to hopefully learning empathy towards it. to now ask some more questions more focused on you let our audience get to know you a little bit more I want to start by asking you what inspires you what playwrights composers or shows inspire you or are some of your favorites i think there are a lot of i did big fish and one of my favorite favorite shows and one of my favorite composers too andrew lipper which i, I just love his music again and just another really touching story that kind of pulls at the heartstrings, especially with men, you know, because it's about a father and son relationship. And very few musicals really do that. It's more focused on female leads, but this is such a beautiful, working on that, it was such a, a beautiful story between the father and son. But of other shows, obviously, I know it sounds generic, but Hamilton is, it'd be impossible not to say that show and Lin-Manuel Miranda, I think, has just changed kind of the landscape of musical theatre in a way. You know, what's what's genius with Hamilton, and actually another show before that was Once. I loved, I remember sitting in the audience at Once and the show finished and I literally was weeping. <laughs> the people who were with me, they're like, it's embarrassing, you need to stop. <laughs> so, but what's what, what was genius about a show like Once, and I, I think what was great also with Hamilton is the simplicity of the shows. You know, once there's no there's no set change. Hamilton, there's no set change. So it's purely based on what the story is. And I, I, I like the musicals that are really simplified like that. I mean, one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes when watching Once is when she's sitting, there's it's set in the bar and there's a mirror at the back of the bar, uh, in the Broadway production, and when they've done the production, and she sits with her back to the audience and does the entire song with her back to the audience. So you can only see her face through the the mirror in the back. And I, I think it's such 
for me, it's that's such a genius direction because it's instead of a show coming out to the audience, those shows like Hamilton and Once, it pulls you into it, literally. So you, so, and I, I just, I find that such smart directions and such smart theater. Yes. Well, kind of on that note, I know you've been very busy in Salt Lake with the prom, but have you seen any theater lately, maybe in Salt Lake or LA or elsewhere that you might be able to recommend to our listeners? Well, you know, actually, the only the only show I've just seen recently, which was just the last production they did here, which was, you know, what the Constitution means to me. And unfortunately, that's closed. But boy, that was a moving piece. And just, you know, especially as male identifying, it, it's it's, again, storytelling from a female's perspective, which helped me really understand and relate of to this woman's story of, you know, there's no mention of women in the constitution. And she goes through historically a, a lot of points through American history, which is fascinating. So that was the last show I saw. I have not seen this show, but I, I, I do, you know, got to give a shout out to Pioneer Theatre for Shucked because they had the the world premiere of Stucked, which now has nine Tony nominations. So again, you know, kudos to Karen and, you know, the team to, because nobody knew what the hell that musical was about when it first came to New York. And I'm super happy for Alex Noel. I got to work with him a few years ago and and well-deserved because he's incredibly talented. So... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I need I, I need to get to New York in the next couple of months to catch up on shows. So. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get recommendations from you. Yeah. <laughs> Come on out. Come on out. We'll save you a seat. <laughs> yeah. What is your favorite part about working in the theater? I think, you know, again, I think my favorite part in working in theater is, is the storytelling. And especially in live theater, you can, you really can feel the audience's journey with it too, especially from the beginning, starting out of how kind of get a sense from the audience, especially with this show. And then by the end of it, knowing hopefully that you've been able to transport them outside of their own life experience into seeing into the life and world of an experience that may not necessarily be theirs and and hopefully have them walk away with again more of an understanding of a story or a point of view that may not necessarily be a part of their own life oh that's a great yeah. answer that's a great answer and a great lead into my favorite question, which is, what is your favorite theater memory? You know, I have to say my favorite theater memory, and I love that this podcast is in Australia. The very first musical I went to see was Annie. And that's when I was a kid. And I remember looking at the kids on stage and thinking, I want to do that. I want to do that. And the girl who was playing Annie is an actress in Australia, singer called Megan Shorey. And she grew up in my town and she was mesmerizing and she's ridiculously talented. And she still performs in Australia. She's an amazing vocal coach down there. But when I say as she was just an 
unbelievably ridiculously talented kid so and it just i it's still to this day it's one of like because it's like this is that first euphoric feeling seeing musical theater so that still has stuck in my brain to this day and i've reached out to her a couple of times and i've I've had to tell her that many times to go, you know, you inspired me to get into theater. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. I love that you're still in contact with her. So that's great. Thank yeah, you for sharing yeah. that memory. I'll never, I'll never forget her performance. So yeah. Are there any other projects or productions that you have coming on the pipeline that we might be able to plug for you? Oh, yeah. I've been back and forth to Australia. I've been working on a feature based on the Book of Job. So it's a big biblical <laughs> period piece, which I've been shooting in Sydney, been shooting on sound stages down there. So still have a little more filming to go with that. And I, I was playing Job in that, which was, you know, five hours of makeup every morning to be covered in sores. And it's if, if you're not... You're not aware of the, the biblical tale of Job, which I was not. It's wow, the man the man has a harrowing life. So so that's that's coming up. I also have was shooting in the Philippines last year for season two for Almost Paradise, which is on Amazon Prime. So that should be coming out. And then season two should be coming out on Prime in the next couple of months. And yeah, a couple of other couple of the projects coming up as well. So that's been busy. So some things that we should definitely be staying tuned for, and it's a wonderful lead into my final question, which is if our listeners would like some more information about the prom or about you, perhaps they'd like to reach out to you. How can they do so? For the prom, well, it's here at the Pioneer Theatre Company running through May 27th. They can go to pioneertheatre.org. And in regard to me, I'm at Josh Adamson on Instagram, which pretty much I, I will always be posting things of coming up and promoting the shows that are coming out. And that's J-O-S-H-A-D-A-M-S-O-N-N. It's two N's because apparently the single N was taken. So yeah, follow me that way. And if you're in town right now to come and see the prom, definitely come and say hello to me after. Australians are very friendly, so. <laughs> and I, I should give them, uh, I should give Pioneer a shout out too for their upcoming season because they have a phenomenal upcoming season too. So so for next year, for anyone who is anywhere near the Pioneer Theatre, they're doing the Rocky Horror Show, Native Gardens, they're doing Bonnie and Clyde, the Lehman Trilogy, which is fantastic. And also Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. So you got a fantastic lineup. Again, Karen's done an amazing job curating the season. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Josh, thank you so much for taking the time today to sit down and speak with me and share this incredible show and just share your incredible stories. It's been amazing talking with you. So thank you. Uh, Awesome talking with you too. So I'm sure we'll talk again in the future. Our guest today has been Josh Adamson, who's playing the role of Trent in Pioneer Theatre Company's production of The Prom, playing now through May 27th at Pioneer Theatre. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting pioneertheatre.org. Also, make sure you follow Josh on Instagram at Josh Adamson with two ends on the end. To make sure you save today and all his many projects and productions. But if you are in the Salt Lake City or really 
Utah area, make sure you head over to Pioneer Theater. Go see The Prom now before it closes on the 27th. It's an incredible show, an incredible cast. Go say hi to Josh while you're there. He's very friendly. He'll he'll make sure to say hi back. You don't want to miss out on this show. It's The Prom now through the 27th of May at Pioneer Theater. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. Two friends from old New York town met in a foreign land. One sang the praises of Cape. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.